Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of Love is Everywhere, the podcast. Uh, the podcast where I give comedians assignments of things designed to make them happier. And then uh, we talk it out and we find out how that, how that went for them. Uh, today's guest is Marito Lopez. I've been dying to get him on the show forever and we finally got him in. Um, oh man, I just like, I, I don't know. I could make this intro really, really long talking about how, what a beautiful and meaningful conversation this was but this I, I know we're on a run of having like really special ones and I say this a lot but this was a very tonight on a very special episode of love is everywhere Marita Lopez what a joy um, his assignment was around forgiveness of self uh, which I think is a really important thing and we kind of talk about this that that's sort of like a basic building block of being able to do any of this other kind of self-work is that you need to be able to get right with yourself uh, and look at yourself clearly and look at your shadow and love every part of yourself, uh, even the parts that you wish uh, would change or wish would go away or things that you wish never happened. Um, so, oh boy, get ready, like get get some tissues. Uh, we didn't cry, but there were moments where we almost did. Uh, if you if you want to go support Marita Lopez, which you absolutely should, you can follow him at, at No Champagne Poppy uh, in all the places where you follow people. And if you're in Toronto, you should go and check out his Tuesday show at Comedy Bar. It's called Five for Five, and it happens at 9.30. And it's only $5, so, like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Like, skip the latte and go to Five for Five instead. Better choice. Um, if you want to come and see me do things, uh, I somewhat regularly update the calendar on my website. So you can go check that out at tracyhamilton.net. Um, and, uh, yeah, enjoy this amazing conversation with Marita Lopez. Marita Lopez. Shalom. Thank you so I much actually, for being I here. actually didn't fill in the blanks. I just like read it over and just kept uh, answering fine. it in my head. That's totally fine. Yeah. Um, thank you for being here. Yeah, 1,000. Sorry I'm late. No, you're fine. That Sherburn motherfucking bus, yo. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't, I don't even think it runs. <laughs> I don't know. Right? I think it's just a free-for-all. Yeah, man. That's the problem with the TTC. Yeah. Is that y'all are a free-for-all. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't like that shit. I like, I like, uh, what's that word called? Punctuality. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. I'm fine with anybody being late as long as they let me know they're going to be late. 1,000. Right? Yeah. We start with an honest, how are you? Um, so, how am I right now? How are you, honestly? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I feel like a, a variety <coughs> of feelings. I'm just getting over yeah. a throat infection. Mm -hmm. I feel amazing. I spit today and it was clear. Ah, congratulations. Which means that the virus is gone. Yes. So I feel fucking pumped. Good. I'm going to smoke a cigar to celebrate. <laughs> Although that might not be a good yeah. idea, but still. Um, but I was a little, I was pretty mad at the motherfucking bus. Yeah. Right? Um, but also I feel pumped because, you know, I'm excited to do this. I wore glasses just in case if I cry. Mm -hmm. Who knows? You might cry. <laughs> you think I would, that I would judge you? Yeah. No, oh. no, 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 no. I don't think you judge me. But still, I think it's cool if you cry behind sunglasses. Oh, okay. So it's just the mystique. It's the, the mystique, added mystique of it. You yeah. just want me to see, like, just a tear come underneath the sunglasses. Underneath. And then yeah. you go, God damn, that Papi Chulo was so cool. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I feel that. good, though. I feel very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very grateful. I woke up very grateful today. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on today that I'm pumped for. Yeah. <coughs> I'm glad to hear that. And I'm yeah. glad that you're getting over this throat <clears throat> infection. Oh, thank God, man. Thank God. I got to take it easy, though. I got to take a break. Yeah, I know. You know, because I've been performing straight for like, since uh, um, I went on tour in November. Mm -hmm. I just haven't stopped. Yeah. I'm just traveling, all that shit, came back, kept going. And I just got sick. No, you need to give yourself a break. Yeah, and man. It, like, uh, oh... I uh, wish I could remember who was telling me about this. Oh, my roommate Leah was telling me about this, um, about burnout 
and uh, and productivity. So yeah. they did this study where uh, they looked at people who worked 60 hour work weeks yeah. and how much work and the quality of work that they were putting out. And then they looked at people who were working 40 hour work weeks and the quality of the work that they were putting out. Yeah. And the people who were working 40 hour weeks were doing more and better work. Oh, for sure. Than the people working 60 yeah. hours. So if you give yourself some time, like you don't have to feel like, oh, no, I'm not being as productive or like this isn't the best thing for yeah. For my output, you know, to, yeah. to be taking some time back. Yeah. Um, but if you take time for yourself and you take quiet time and rest time, you'll actually do more work and you'll do better work. And I find that inspiration comes. Yeah. Right. When you're like chilling, when you're silent, when you let when you let God into the fucking space. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the nature of like our work in comedy, too, is yeah. like so much of when things hit you is like you need time to be bored. You need time to be bored and you also need time to live a motherfucking life. Yeah, because otherwise, what are you going to talk about? Yeah, 1,000. Like, if you're spending all your time in, like, open mics, then you ain't going to find no inspiration there. You're just going to find toxic, whack-ass shit. You know what I mean? Or, like, if your whole life is only doing open mics, then what you're going to be talking about is going to be so inside... Oh, 1,000. <laughs> that, like, nobody who isn't spending yeah. all of their time at open mics is going to be able to relate to anything that you're yeah. saying. That's why I have to get off of Facebook. It was just like, it's a giant open mic. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like a, you're waiting around to try to get on stage. I'm like, oh, God, I got to get off this shit. Yeah. Although I do love Instagram. Mm-hmm. I love Instagram because I just like photos of I myself. I <laughs> <laughs> just I'm fucking around. But, uh, no, I do love Instagram, though. I, I got to chill with that shit, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, shall we get into your assignment? I'm fucking down. Yeah. I'm ready. So the category that you picked was forgiveness of self and others. Yeah. Um, so I asked you which you would rather focus more on, forgiving self or forgiving others. And you, I really loved your answer. You said forgiving myself because forgiving others is also important, but you can't take steps towards forgiving others until you work on forgiving yourself. Um, and I thought that that was very wise, as you tend to be. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, that's been like just the biggest struggle of mine for my whole like uh, journey in recovery is just like being able to forgive myself, and like mm-hmm. it sucks because like I've done a lot of stupid things in uh, in my addiction mm-hmm. uh, that I st- and like behaviors too that carry on to sobriety that like it's sort of like once you like take that veil away you're like oh shit like it was alcohol was never really the problem yeah you're like this is what was underneath that this whole was time underneath that whole time and it just sucks because like i don't know especially in in our uh, uh i guess trade or like mm-hmm. career like you it's like you constantly have to be in the public eye like you constantly have to be like stunting being like yo i'm still here um, here's what I'm doing, blah, 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 blah. So it, it sort of feels like I feel guilty because, uh, uh, I, and I know you shouldn't care what other people think, but I'm always, I'm always scared that people think that, oh, uh, this guy isn't sorry. This guy, this guy isn't, um, he's not, uh, uh, what's it called? Like uh, remorseful? He's not remorseful mm-hmm. of the stuff that he's done because here he is again, just like, Still showing a, up. Being and, a silly yeah. ass and whatever, whatever. But it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, oh, man, that's all I think about. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? All I think about is like, how do I make things right? How do I like, how do I be a better person today? Every time I wake up, I I pray and I meditate and I go, God, please allow me to help other people today. You know, to take my ego out of it and like go and, you know, like, you know, spread positivity or like, um try to uh i i guess um make amends for the stuff that i've done because i've done a lot of dumb stuff in in my addiction like to the point where it's like I, i'm i'm surprised that like people still give me like a second chance and like uh i i know i can be like a, a very uh outgoing you know pretty loud type of dude but like at the end of the day i'm very like uh down on myself i guess i get very very down and um sometimes i think i don't deserve like a second chance but uh, obviously i have it it's here do you know what i mean like the universe god whatever you want to call it has given it to me so like that is enough for me to be like oh like yeah you're you're still a good person but having said that i still do think that like 
that doesn't excuse me. No, totally. And I, yeah. I think that what you were saying about worrying that because you're in a good place and happy and this cheerful, like bubbly personality that people are going to think, oh, he's not remorseful. Yeah. I think it doesn't serve anything for you to just live in a shame place oh, yeah. all the time, right? That uh, the reason why people are willing to give you a second chance and uh, like willing to, to pull you into their lives is because they see your heart and they see yeah. that in you, that, that you waking up and saying, I just want to be good to people today yeah. and, and make the world a better place and brighten other people's lives. Yeah. That comes off of you, that, that energy. Oh, thank you. So that's what people are responding to. <coughs> Excuse me. That damn throat infection. <laughs> but um, but what I'm trying to... Oh, like, I love that. Thank you so much for saying that. That's very beautiful. Because um, that is, like, one of my goals is to, like, to let people see my heart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, at the end of the day, like, I know a lot of people... Everyone makes mistakes. Yes. Every person in this world is not... No one is perfect. No one in this world is perfect, and like, there's so much things that we have that um, either that that can break us or like that we've done to other people or broken others. And like, um, when you when you like when you put yourself in a position that you're like, you know what, man, I'm gonna show people my heart today. Like that's fucking insane. That's like courageous as fuck. That's like why we were put on this earth. I think. I think so too. Is, yes, is, is to like. To be like, hey man, I'm human. You're human, and I love you. We're you know both I mean? fa- fallible, and that's part of why I love you. Yeah, that uh, it's not. I'm gonna love only the people in my life who are perfect and never make mistakes and never hurt anyone. Yeah, that's not a reasonable expectation to have of a person. Oh and no, and I think that it's a a really important thing for people to be able <coughs> to see uh, somebody like you who has come so far and changed their life so much and has made mistakes in the past and owns that and then brings that into this positive space that you are in now. Yeah. Because that's what's relatable, right? Yeah. That's what people see themselves in. Yeah. Right? Regardless of whether or not uh, someone else's mistakes look the same as your mistakes, everyone has that feeling of, I've done things that I'll never be able to take back. Yeah. I've made mistakes that... Uh, like, I don't know if I'll ever be properly forgiven for. Yeah. Um, and you just got to find a way to move on with your life in a way where you're not dismissing the things that you've done in the past. Uh, you're still like taking ownership over your own past behavior, but you're not uh, letting that keep you from making good decisions and putting positive energy into the world currently. Oh, 1,000. And not keeping yourself from being happy. Because regardless yeah. of how many mistakes you've made, whatever those mistakes were, you deserve happiness. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think that's like, that's the definition of like uh, unconditional love. Yes. You know what I mean? Like when people show you that, when people are like, yeah. Because I remember like one of the craziest moments of my life was when I was in detox. And... um it was like literally the night before um, the cops came to my to, to my parents' house and they were like, this kid has to go to uh, go get help or he's going to go to jail. Like, you know what I mean? And uh, the, and my, my parents were like, you know, they forced me. They were like, you got to go. So I remember when I was in detox and there was like bars. I was literally behind bars. I felt like Tupac in that Dear Mama video. So I, <laughs> I felt sort of cool. But but I but 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 obviously like it it, it was brutal because yes. like she was crying. But I remember she told me and she told me this year too because I like uh, unfortunately had a relapse. But she was like, "Yo, no, you could do the most horrible thing, imaginable, and I will never leave your side. That's just my responsibility and my duty as a mom." And I and when she said the most horrible thing, everything raced through my head, every possible awful thing raced through my head and I was like oh man like I don't know if I could do that do you know what I'm saying and then I I just like I became so grateful for my mom for that woman do you know what I mean that she that I could do anything and I, I even have it in my head of the most awful thing I could possibly you know, like do. like a list of all of the worst yeah. case scenarios. And I'm like, and that woman would still love me. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And then that's when I was like, fuck, man. I can't waste this. 
I can't waste these second chances or like whatever they are because like that woman is there no matter what and um and the fact that she will love me in my in my at my lowest I can't even imagine how much she loves me when I'm at my highest right you know what I'm saying yeah yeah Oh, that's so beautiful. Shout out to Marita's mom. Yeah, she's the greatest. She's <laughs> such a queen, honestly. And like, and her, like her, my niece and my like sister, like, I just realized that I'm like, oh man, like ladies are just different than guys. Because like my dad is loves me unconditionally, but I don't know, man. I don't know. There's something that happened this year where I appreciate my like, like the women in my life more because of like, there's just something else. There's something there when they when a, when a when a lady tells you that they love you, but I mean in the way of God. I'm not talking about like romantic movie shit. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm talking like God. I feel like there's more depth to it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not. Yeah, there's a. Magic I'm not like it. talking right now. Like I'm like this. Like you know, uh, what's it called? Like I'm not <laughs> trying to fucking. Oh, like burritos all woke and shit. I'm like, no, I mean that. Like. <laughs> yeah. This year, it literally happened where I feel like I matured and I see uh, I see my mom as this like fucking force now rather than just this person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so the assignment that I gave you was uh, I gave you a paragraph with various blank spots in it. Yeah. And you had to fill in the blanks however you liked. So it could be a full sentence, could be just a word. <coughs> Um, whatever you liked. And then when you were finished filling in the blanks, uh, I told you to like read it out loud to yourself. Yeah. Um, so, hmm. Shall I read the paragraph with the blanks and then we can read, yeah, you can yeah. read it with your filled, filled out. Okay. Fuck yeah. So all of my mistakes have led me to being the person that I am today. My past mistakes taught me blank because I learned that lesson or those lessons My life is better now because I blank. Today I am a better friend than my past self because now I blank. Today I am a better man than my past self because now I blank. I am hopeful and excited for my future because I know that I am blank. So how did this go for you? Um, like, I mean, I needed it. Yeah. And, and, and I'll be honest with you. I've been, I've been... I've been shown this like type of exercise my whole recovery and it's the toughest thing to go over. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, sometimes I feel corny. I feel like, ah, fuck man. Like I could say this as much as I want, but I don't forgive myself. Forgiveness is one of the very most difficult things. Oh, it's insane. It's so difficult. It's so difficult. Forgiving yourself is very difficult. Forgiving other people is very difficult. Yeah. Um, that's why I feel like these kind of exercises are really valuable. Because yeah. like you said, it does feel corny or yeah. it feels like, okay, I'm saying these words, but they aren't really sinking in. Like, I don't really believe this, even if I say this. But I feel and like... It, so you need yeah. to practice over and over and exactly. over again. Yeah. And then eventually it kind of starts to click in and it starts to feel yeah. real and authentic and like actual forgiveness. And that's the thing too, right? It's like, it's an, like you were saying, it's an exercise. Mm-hmm. It's like a muscle. Because I remember when I first started working out, uh, I felt like fucking so weak. You know what I mean? Like when I would do... Uh, uh, like bench press and I would just be like pushing I don't know like tens I remember I had tens on each side and just being like what the fuck am I doing this for you know what I'm saying yeah but then now I'm pushing like two plates and you're like that's why I was doing the that's tens. why I was doing all that shit yeah to and get I, to this point and I get up and like I'm just after I get up from the gym I'm like yeah like I make <laughs> these noises right but that's how I feel now with like my spirituality like meditation yes. you know what I mean like I go to therapy now um, I What's your therapist's first name? Uh, first name? Mm-hmm. Well, you uh, don't have to share it if you don't want to. I just ask anytime anybody brings up their therapist. Uh, his name is Josh. <laughs> Josh. Yeah. It, uh, Good on you, Josh. Asian dude who looks exactly like my best friend. Yeah. Which I fucking love, and I'm always like, that's some weird. It's good. It gives you a, an automatic comfort level. Yeah, because it, it reminds me of my best boy from yeah. Calgary, and and like we talk, and he's a young dude too. He's like uh, my age mm-hmm. and shit. But we, but we talk and it's like, that shit helped me like crazy, man. You need to talk. 
You know what I'm saying? Yes. If you let this stuff like, even this, that's why I love doing podcasts like this because it's like, I don't know, man. If it, if it's too late for me, right? And I know that's negative talk, but if it's too late for me, I hope that like somebody who's listening to this, it gives them hope that, oh, you know what, man? I'm not too far gone. I can forgive myself. Yeah, I you can, never like, know. You might catch somebody at exactly know, the moment where they really are Need impacted this. by what you have to say. 1,000. And you know what, man? And even though like I am down on... Like sometimes I've, uh, I too, like I'm not gonna lie to you. Sometimes I feel like I don't deserve forgiveness, even right now at this moment. But um, I know that my experience has made me a strong person. It's made me like my words are. I, I know the power they can have if I'm being honest and straight the fuck up. The mistakes you make, like, they're good teachers. Yeah. For you, things like that's not everything has value. Right. Yeah. It's not to say that you don't wish that these things didn't happen. Yeah. But some sort of good comes from everything. And a lot of the time, what the part of the good is that comes from mistakes that you've made is they give you a clearer picture of yourself. Uh, not to say like, like, oh, I made this mistake. So I get a clear picture that I'm a bad person. It's more like uh, you see your insides a little more clearly or you see where your wounds are. Yeah. That's the the reaction that I have when I make mistakes is like, oh, I see a place that I'm hurting that I didn't realize I was hurting before. Yeah. And this mistake was me acting out this pain that I wasn't looking at before. Oh, 1, so ha having made the mistake that steers you towards looking at that pain and then yeah. that keeps you from making future mistakes. For sure. Yeah, man. And it's like trauma, right? Exactly. Like it's 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 a it's a continuous refeeling. You know, and it's like, oh, man, you got to remember that in this moment, you ain't feeling that no more. Right. That's just your mind tricking you. Yeah. Your body will react as if you're experiencing it in real time. Yeah. And it's like, damn, that's why it's so when you catch that happiness or that wave, it's so like it's so powerful. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, man, this we live in a world that just isn't defined by science. And I I. I 1000% agree with that. Like, it's like, there's so much more. There's a bigger it's just picture a, and we, it's our beyond, it's beyond our understanding. Exactly. Beyond yeah. our understanding. The, I think it would be a, a tremendous act of hubris for us to think that we could possibly have everything figured out. Oh, 1000. That's, that's yeah. what I believe. It's like, yeah. there's, there's so much going on. I don't, I think the right answer is that nobody's got the right answer. Yeah. And that there's no way that we've figured this out, that any human person yeah. has figured anything out. Yeah, yet. for sure. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I think what you said about, like, that's what we're here to do mm -hmm. is just to put out positive energy and have a good impact on each yeah. other. I think that's the whole thing. To open your heart. Exactly. For real, right? Let people see you and yeah. see other people. Yeah, 1,000. And that's, a, that's another thing, too, right? It's like is to have the courage to see other people. Yes. You know, because like when when you don't have that courage to see other people, it's just clouds, it's smoke, right? You're only seeing what is in, what, what, like, you know, what blocks you. It blocks you. And usually that's ego and fear and whatever, whatever. Exactly. I think right. a lot of the time that kind of smoke screen that you described between like people who are blocked in that way and being able to see the person in front of them is that they aren't able to see the person in front of them. They see themselves reflected off of the person in front For of sure. them. For sure. Yeah. And right? it's never that. No. It's, it's never that. No, no one person in this world is the same. You exactly. know what I'm saying? We all got our own things. We all have our own beauty, our own souls, our own like fucking just fire within us. And, I, and that's what I've discovered is that, especially being in like recovery, I've met so many people that you would just like step over on the street. You know what I mean? And like, but I've met them. Uh, I've been in like a room with them. I've shared beds with them. Like, and I don't know, man, there's just so much beauty in this world. It's insane. And sometimes it's sad because the people that I went to treatment with, I'll see them on the street again and they don't even fucking recognize me. So they'll be like, yo, can I have some change? And I'll be like, man, you don't even remember me. Mm -hmm. And that's the saddest shit in the world. But it makes me look at homeless people differently. Because it's like, oh, you see the I'm, humanity. Yeah, we're not different. We're not different at all. And if I don't take care of myself, I'm going to be there. Mm 
Mm-hmm. You want to I say think it? there's something to what you were saying about us all being totally individual humans and we all have our kind of own unique spirit about us but there is also an aspect of looking at another person and being like you are me in different circumstances one thousand percent yeah we're all one thing we're all one thing every person that you see yeah it's that's you in a different circumstance in a different circuit that's beautiful man because it's like you're different but you're not but you're me yeah that's amazing man oh god (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's uh, that's dope Shall we hear how you filled out these blanks? Yes. Okay. So like I said, I didn't like physically fill them out. That's fine. But. And here's the thing too, man. It's like I motherfucking ramble. So just stop me. If, <laughs> it, it. if it's too much. Just be I'll like, rein you in if it's be like, too Bobby, much. Chill. Chill. <laughs> I think we got the, the gist of it. Okay. Yeah, we got a deal. Yeah. So all of the mistakes of my past led me to being the person I am today. My past mistakes. <clears throat> taught me um, personally that I every single mistake happens for a reason. Do you know what I mean? Even the fucking the worst of the worst has always manifested into something positive. No matter what the fuck it's been. Right? Because I've been in jail. There was a moment where I was in jail and I tried to like uh, slice my head uh, on one of the bunks. Like that's how much I was done. Yeah. With waking up in jail, drunk tanks, fucking drug houses, whatever, whatever. I was done. And those, every single one of those moments manifested into like either art, me speaking at a meeting and it helps someone, or just becoming, um, just becoming a, a, a man where I, I, I just can't judge others. Like, if you have a problem with addiction, um, whatever it may be, even if it's food or, like, uh, just something that people don't think is addiction, I I will have empathy because I know what it's like. Yeah, it made you a more compassionate person. Exactly. That's what, the, that's what the thing is like. Every single thing has turned into something. And all those fucking times that I was um, feeling lonely or, like, a loser or just isolated... They all turned into art. Every single thing. Like, uh, I'm writing a one-man show. Um, me and my boy, Jared, we're, uh, uh, we're working on something, like a, a production, and it's like everything has turned into um, a lesson or a story. Exactly. And it's all something that I can help other people with. Beauty comes from the strangest places. Yeah. From the strangest places. Love is everywhere, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Love is everywhere. Yeah. It's uh, everywhere. My past mistakes, they're no longer mistakes. They're they're fucking like they're they're tools. Yeah. Ingredients you know? into making this thing that you've yeah. made now. And without mistakes, I'd be the most boring person in the world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right? Every adds single, a little flavor to things it does a mistake is spice yeah you know what i mean and like i'm a very spicy dude uh because i learned that lesson or those lessons my life is just better now because now i i don't know um it's taken a while but i embrace i embrace that shit whereas before i would get very mad at myself i would shit on myself if a mistake happened or if um a, a flaw happened i would just like get very uh negative in my head i would hurt myself Mm -hmm. um i would hurt others and like you were saying like that trauma i would i I, it would lead me to lead to make more mistakes to hurt other people right because once you're done hurting yourself you're only going to take it out right and like um the lesson in there is like you got to take that energy and flip it right instead of hurting yourself and making that energy hurt others you got to love yourself mm-hmm. and then you'll love others oh there's a great quote i'm totally gonna butcher it and i'm not gonna be able to remember exactly how it goes but it's something like if you don't if you don't heal your wounds you'll bleed on people who didn't cut you one thousand and that's another thing too right it's like you 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 don't want no bystanders in this you know what i mean like that's the ultimate selfishness is mm-hmm. when you're putting yeah and at the end of the day, too, like, it's like, sometimes it's it's not people's fault because they don't know that this shit is deep. Like, you got to go deep to find out what's going on. 
You know what I That's mean? That's the thing. A and lot of people hard. don't have the self-awareness yet yeah. uh, or the willingness to, to see what's really going on in themselves. So it's difficult to change a behavior if you can't even recognize what's happening, right? So if you're a person who uh, feels like if, they, if you have a negative self-image and if you are in that shame place where you're beating yourself up and you're so hard on, on yourself and you're not realizing that you're taking those feelings out on other people, yeah. uh, then it's going to be really difficult to stop doing that. 1,000. And that's the ultimate lesson, too. The ultimate lesson for me is that now that I know this shit, especially now, there's no excuses no more. Do you what I mean? And I know that's, that might sound like I'm being harsh on myself, but it's, it's, it's literally like what God constantly says to me it's like yo it's done now like you know you know what to do now there's no excuses the tools are there you've been through every motherfucking avenue of the tools mm -hmm. i've given you and if you keep fucking up that's on you yeah it's like you've got the map the map now yeah so if you get lost <laughs> that's on you that's on you because you yeah. got the map because you because i have every single i've gone through everything except death that you could go through as an alcoholic addict. Every single thing. And and now, there's no more excuses. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like You've learned everything. You've seen your mom's unconditional love. You've seen love from motherfuckers that you hated, like police. Like, even police have given me chances. Mm -hmm. You know? Where they were like, yo, you seem like a good kid. Go get help. Like, everybody has given me chances. My employers, yuck yucks, women, friends, everybody. They were just like, yo, get help. And now it's like, that's the ultimate lesson. It's like, now it's like, yo, there's no more excuses. Yeah, no one else is, is holding you back. No one except me. Yeah. And that's it. Um, Today I'm a better friend than my past self because now I'm honest with myself. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm tough with myself too, you know? Like, I know people say that don't you you can't be too, like, negative, but, like, being being strict with yourself, I think, is different. Right? It is different. Yeah, because you got to be accountable to your own word. You know what I'm saying? Like, your word is all you got, right? You got your balls, you got your word, or, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever, metaphor. But you, you just got to, like, you got to fucking remember that, like, your best, like, ally is you, right? And it's like, that, that... Yeah, man. If I'm not my my friend, I'm gonna have other friends. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is like the being strict with yourself and stuff is really it's not you like self flagellating, like punishing yourself yeah. for bad behavior. It's you setting yourself up for good things, which yeah. is an act of self love. Oh, one thousand. Right. Where it's like I deserve to treat myself well yeah. and to be good to myself and make good decisions. Yeah. Because that is what's best for me, and I and I love myself. My self care comes before anything. Yeah, it should, and that's how it should be for everyone. Like, it, yeah. it, it's not an act of selfishness to take proper care of yourself. Oh, 1, because, like we said, if you don't, if you like don't take care of yourself and you don't heal those wounds, you're gonna bleed on other people who didn't cut you, right? 1, you, it, it's gonna come out in how you treat others. So yeah. even if your number one focus in your mind is being good to others and then you, that makes you uh trick yourself into thinking that anything that you do for yourself is selfish it's completely backwards yeah because the best thing you can do for the people around you the people who are close to you is take good care of yourself 1000 and that's yeah. all they want that's all, my all mom, anyone wants for you all my mom wants is for me to be healthy and that's it and that's the thing self-care uh, for me comes before anything the minute that comedy um I don't know, acting, whatever, whatever. Even the gym, which is another form of self-care. Mm -hmm. When that get, goes above the ultimate, like self-self-care, that's when I'm in trouble. And that's how I always relapse. Is when I let something, another block go over that. Become more important. Yeah, and that's what always happens. And like, one one mistake that a lot of like people in recovery make is the minute that they, they find this happiness or this enlightenment, their number one goal is to make people forgive them. They go and they go, yo, I'm sorry I did this, I'm sorry I did that. And it's like, bro, you're not ready for that. Like, that comes. Sometimes that might not ever come. Sometimes you'll, you'll have uh, people on your list that will never forgive you. 
that you'll never see them again. And sometimes it's best to just live a better life. And in that in that way, you're you're making amends, even by just leaving someone alone. Yes, totally. You know what I mean, yes. Yeah. By trying to like forcefully solicit forgiveness from someone, yeah, that is, you're bleeding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's just a worse thing that you're doing 1, to that person who you hurt in the first place. Yeah. Sometimes the best thing that you can do is be like, I accept that you don't accept my apology. Yeah. Like may, maybe it's important for you to give the apology. Yeah. Right. But then that person doesn't owe you forgiveness. Oh yeah. Right. You owe them an apology. Certainly, they don't owe you. The acceptance of that apology. 1,000%. So if you have apologized, you have done your part. And that's all that matters. And that is all that matters. Yeah. And then you step back. Oh, you step the fuck back. Step the fuck back. Yeah, because like there's no, there's no like point in it, man. Um, there's no point in like trying to, uh, what's it called? Uh, it, trying to blend into someone else's story. Yeah. They have their own life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's like, there's people in my life that... Uh, and not all of them are like, oh, like we we like fell out. It's just some people move on. There's yeah, some people, people I take different paths and you grow apart from people and yeah. And it's like, yo, they have their. And I know this sounds fucked up, but like, they're not in my life so much that they might as well be dead. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that sounds weird, but it's it's true. It's like, oh man, I might be dead to someone. But like not in a negative way. No, no, it's more like you're just uh, not if you if your life is a television show, that character got written out. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, goddamn, this that world, actor's off doing like, other that's stuff. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. But how nuts is that? Like that that that's like where characters in someone's story that got fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> like written, written <laughs> out. You know what I mean? We got fucking ad vibbed. In, in, in someone's fresh prints. Yeah, our arc was completed and then <laughs> we're, we're out, bitch. We're done. But but yeah, man, it's uh, but that's like that's humbling as fuck. It's humbling as fuck. It is because you realize that your story isn't the only story happening. And um, it's all of these individual stories happening simultaneously. Oh, yeah. And you're going to step into other people's stories and they're going to step into yours. But yeah. it's not all about you. It's not all about <laughs> yeah. you. It's insane. Um. Today I'm a better man than my past self because now I'm I'm finally starting on to understand what it means to be a man. Do you know what I mean? And like all all the things that made me drink were me trying to be a man. Do you know what I mean? Whether it was uh uh trying to be a G, where it was trying to be a ladies man, where it was trying to be like a fucking billionaire like Jay Z or whatever the fuck. Like everything was like that fucking distortion. Of what we think a man is. Mm-hmm. Oh, men don't cry. Men don't talk. Men don't do this. Men have a thousand girls. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, um, it's so fucking liberating. Yes. To yeah. not have that over me anymore. Because it's warped, right? Like, yeah. none of that stuff is actually stuff that would bring you happiness in the first place. Yeah. Right. And that's like all you're really chasing is like, I'll be happy when I feel like a real man because I'm this. I am this. Uh, You're not going to be happy when you get any of those things. No, you're not. (laughs) You're not. And like, I, I've done everything that I I desired. Not everything, but a lot of it. And it's like, okay, what what now? You know what I mean? All those desires never made me a better man. All my mistakes made me a man. Yeah, that's my, right. The love from my mom, being able to like sit down and talk about this shit, that made me a man. Um, also to like, to to be hard on myself. Yo, just because I'm sober now, doesn't mean anything. Do you want to understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to take away anything from that, because there is power in in uh, being able to like stop a habit or uh, stop hurting other people. But like, that doesn't fucking exempt you. That doesn't exempt me from nothing. Now I just know that uh, I can't make those mistakes no more. You know. Yeah, right? you have a, you got a clear picture of who you need to be going forward. Yeah. And you're not going to let yourself veer from that. Yeah, 1,000%. And uh, like I think the way that you get in your own way is what you have to avoid, right? Of like it's all just self-sabotaging behaviors. Yeah. And things like that. And what you're saying about being strict with yourself and being hard on yourself, that's not um, saying like, oh, I'm like, I'm hard on myself. Like I put myself down to keep myself in line. It's no. like, I 
I'm hard on myself in the way that I don't let my like inner saboteur yeah. do the work. Yeah. Like, oh, 1,000. The, sa- the saboteur does not get to drive the car. Because that saboteur wants to tell people to fuck off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that saboteur would be like, man, you don't know how much work I put into being sober. Fuck you. But it's like, nah. Yeah, but you know, like it's not about pushing people away. It's about pulling people closer. 1,000%. Right? And that's the thing, right? It's just about like being able to humble yourself because the minute that you that you start exp- that you start becoming a victim with your with your empowerment it's like oh now it's like what there's no there's not there's there's no courage in that no and you're, that- you're using this this thing as your shield now and it's like the and i've been called out on that a lot by my sponsor by my other people in my recovery like yeah like to be, people are like bro you're not this like that doesn't exempt you from nothing, right? There's nothing as liberating as letting go of your sense of victimhood. Oh, my God. And not feeling like, yeah, is it uh, like I've done work in a very different way. Like I, I haven't had the struggles with addiction that you've had, but in my own personal work and like my own recovery from my own traumas and things like that, letting go of the feeling like a victim, uh, that changed everything. And it, it takes a lot of work. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it takes a lot of work. It does. And, yeah. and, and and um, something that someone told me is that like that work is never done. No, it's not. It's an ongoing process. It's an yeah. ongoing process, man. You gotta constantly keep fucking rem- reminding yourself yeah, that like checking Yo, yourself when it you ain't done. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm a better man than my past self because it's just I wasn't a man. I was. I'm not even a man now. I'm I'm on the road. That's the the, the irony is like that's the thing that makes you a better man is yeah. the willingness to admit that you're not a man yet. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what makes you a bigger person is to be able to admit what you don't know. Yeah. And that you are just learning and growing and developing all of the time, and that you're not done yet. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, and and that's that's what always, I. I forget is that uh, I am not done yet. But know? the thing is, is like if you were done, then what would be the point of the rest of your life? One thousand percent. One thousand. If you were done now, if you were like, OK, now I am a man. Now I am the best version of myself that I will ever be. Then what the fuck now? Welcome like if we're ocean. talking about your your life being a television show. You just jumped the shark. Your your series is getting canceled. Because there's nowhere to go from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's just like, yo, you gotta you gotta keep going, man. And like I've had enlightenment in my life. You know what I mean? And I've still relapsed. I've still fucking made mistakes. I still woke up in a in a in a fucking drunk tank after finding enlightenment. Enlightenment always happens. It's always there, man. It's waves that you're catching. Mm-hmm. Right? When you're a surfer, you you don't stop after your first wave. Yeah, you know what I mean. You you're not keep... like, well, that was a nice surfing career that I had. <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> that you, one wave. You keep going. <laughs> you keep motherfucking going, man. Yeah. Like, and then and then if there's like those waves, like switch. You know, it's not all surfing. It's like mm-hmm. you'll find other things to catch, right? And like, and there's yeah. downtime between waves. Where you're just paddling and you're, it's a fucking struggle. <laughs> yeah. I heard it's hard as fuck. Yeah. I'm making a lot of these like surfing references. I've never surfed in my life. I have no <laughs> idea what it's like, but <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, um, I am hopeful and excited for my future because I know that I am like worthy of, you know, forgiveness. Yeah. I'm I'm even even this, like talking to you, I was I was very scared because I thought I was gonna like <coughs> I honestly thought I was gonna cry, cause it's hard, man. It's super hard. It is and hard. <coughs> also, like if you did cry, that would be fine, and you wouldn't even be the first person to cry on this podcast. <laughs> but the thing is, <coughs> God damn, it's okay. You can't help, but uh, <coughs> I'm not crying right now. But <laughs> but you can't help but like feel like a fraud sometimes of course you know what i mean and like uh it, it just like that's that's my biggest like uh 
I guess like opponent right now is like feeling like a fraud because like I've I've done these things in my past and it's like sometimes it's like because I've like stolen from people. You know what I mean? I've I've hurt other people. I've like physically hit people. I've like you know been a dick with women. I've been a dick to my mom, like to my mom, bro. Like I I remember like stealing her credit card and like buying booze and like and that woman was still there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man, I remember like I, I lost my boy's chain, and it was his dad's chain. And um, the next morning he was like, "Fuck, man, where's my chain?" And I was hungover, and I remembered that yeah. I lost it at the club, and like, I still haven't told him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's my best friend, mm-hmm. and he, we see every time I go back to Calgary, he picks me up, uh, from the airport or wherever, wherever, and I still haven't told that motherfucker that. Do you understand? Like, and I know there's a part of me that's like, he'll forgive me, but like, there's that fear that he won't. Yeah. I don't even know why I just said that in here. You know what I mean? But like, he, I don't know, maybe he will listen to this, but um, there's just a lot of that in my life where it's like, I, I don't want people to ever think that I'm not sorry. No, but that's how you, that's the best way to live is the, like, the reason why people will know is that you aren't afraid to look at your shadow. Yeah. Right? That, like, you even being on this podcast and talking this openly about past mistakes, that's something that shows that you are a person who is worthy of forgiveness because you aren't pretending that this stuff never happened. Yeah. And and uh, that's the thing, right? It's like, yeah, and and this is ego. This is ego talking, and it's the victim again. But it's like I wish there was like a book or something that I could like just show people. And I was like, "Yo, man, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how sorry I am." And I I pray every day that it it doesn't happen again. And like, I don't know whether it will or like or whatever, whatever. But I'm so sorry. And um. And that's what's frustrating is like, it's like you got to let go of that because that book is never going to exist. Mm-hmm. Like the only one who can see that book is you and God. Yeah. And that's it. You know what I mean? Because other than that, everyone has their own book that they're trying to write. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That they're trying to publish. All you've got is your your actions going forward. That's all you have. Yeah. Right? That's all you have to show people. And yeah. that, like the only way that you can express to people your regret and your commitment to being good to them going forward is to just be good going forward. And that's a daily thing. And like, of course, like you're still going to fuck up all the time. Yeah. Right. Maybe not in the same ways as before. Yeah. But like you're a human person. We're all going to accidentally unintentionally hurt each other and make mistakes and, and, and fuck up with our, with our friends and our relationships and our family. And, uh, the important thing is just owning what, your own behavior and being conscious of how you engage with people in the future. That's all you can do. Yeah, 1000%. And it's just also like about um, helping others, man. Yeah, being of service to others. Nothing feels as good as that. Yeah. And you know, and you know what's crazy too is like being of service to like, I, I, oh man, it's going to sound horrible. I don't know why it sounds like weird to me, but being of service to boys. Yeah. As a man. Yeah. Like being. No, no, that's not weird at all. That's yeah. really important. Yeah. Cause I, cause I like, I see boys. This is how I know I'm becoming a man. It's because I see boys now. And I'm not saying that I'm above them or whatever, whatever. Cause most of them are taller than me, but, <laughs> uh, they, they, that was the worst <laughs> lamest joke of all time. But, um, it's just like, I've been there before. Yeah. Like, I'll see motherfuckers, like, oh, like, the, the worst thing to me is, like, when guys show each other nudes, right? And it's like, why are you doing that, homie? Like, that's, that's, that's not, that's beyond not cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've, and I've caught dumbass boys doing that. And I'm not speaking on a, from a place where I haven't done that before, because I've been an idiot. Do you know what I mean? But now it's like, it feels like dope to be able to tell like a young 
man, that yo, that's wrong. Yeah, yo, that's not cool. That's not cool, man. Mm-hmm. Like you, like you, you need to grow the fuck up. Yeah, right. And uh, like the what we need to do is we need to we need to be good to boys. Yeah, and uh, we need to fix whatever's making that happen in the first place. Right, one thousand percent. Because the reason why that guy's showing his friend nudes, yeah, is because he feels inferior in some way. He feels small, yeah, and, and he thinks this will make me feel like a man. Oh, and that's that's the thing too, right? Is like the the idea of feeling small mm-hmm. is like that is insane. How much? Because I because I know some of the biggest dudes, like height wise, weight wise, who will will do the smallest things because they have to prove to motherfuckers that I'm big. Yeah. But it's like, dude, I can see you. You are big, but like, what, the 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 moves that you're making right now, you're small as fuck. Yeah, inside though. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? How big and are you inside? How big are you inside? And it's like, and, and that's like one of the most liberating things as well is because like, I was, I was small inside and outside. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like with the actions I was doing, with the with the moves I was making, but now I'm still small outside. That will never change. But the the moves and the 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 waves that I'm putting out there are massive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? Because it's like, yeah, it that that's fucking amazing. Because it's like, what happened in this world that made boys feel that way? Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? And there's a lot. There's so much shit in it but it's like it's got to change i caught a really beautiful moment with a couple of boys in starbucks recently yeah uh they were maybe i would say 10 ish maybe 11 old enough that they weren't there with parents they were just there on their own but but the minimum age that like kids would be hanging out on their own yeah Uh, so i'd say like 10 or 11 and it was uh these three boys and they were talking to each other about the last time they cried so it was like, wow. what was the last time you cried? What was the last time you cried? But it wasn't in a like, like puffing up being like, oh, I haven't cried since blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. that made you cry. It wasn't like that. Yeah, yeah. It was, what was the last time you cried? And then the boy would be like, oh, I cried uh, this long ago when this thing happened. And then the other boys are like, oh, that does sound tough. I would cry then too. Yeah. And they were just talking openly with no judgment yeah. about feelings and supporting each other and letting each other know like yeah you can cry and that's justified and that's yeah. fine and we don't judge you and i like i almost cried in the starbucks listening yeah. to this beautiful moment of friendship and like open honest communication about emotion between these young boys and it yeah. gave me so much hope yeah. like <laughs> oh so beautiful i think i like every yeah that happened maybe like a month ago, and I, I can't stop thinking about it. That's beautiful. It. It's so I beautiful. I love that. And, and another thing, too, is, like, sometimes I feel like a, like a bully with, with like, younger comedians. Because I have this whole, like, oh, don't don't be a pussy. Don't, don't complain to me about this shit. Right? But it's like, man, I remember the older comics, how they were with me. And it was fucking brutal. You know? And it's, now I have a duty to, like, not repeat that. Yeah, to change the culture. Yeah. But also... Uh, some of the greatest lessons men have taught me is, uh, and women, and women as well, especially women actually, is not to be so sensitive. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, like, yeah, man, a lot of like amazing female comedians have taught me like that you, 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 like, like you were saying, like you're, you're acting out of insecurity right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that shit is like, fuck. That, and I, I think there may be a different way of wording that besides yeah. don't be so sensitive. Yeah. It's more like uh, about have a stronger sense of yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Have a stronger self, a sense of like what you believe in. Yes. Like, and then the, the things that affect you in this way yeah. don't need to affect you. If you have a stronger yeah. sense of self. Yeah. One thousand percent. Holy shit. <laughs> what a fucking dope ass podcast <laughs> oh and my throat infection's gone we cured you i feel like you guys have like i'm not coughing anymore it stopped am i bugging it stopped no, that was, i think you're right there was like uh, there was like a moment where i kept coughing yep but it's going away oh it's a metaphor yeah you know 
<laughs> Yo, one you thing I must say though, up a lot of green ha- stuff before I- you get clear. You know? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I will say though is like, um, wearing blouses is something that I motherfucking love. Now, you look so good wow. all the time. <laughs> you are. Like, Damn it! It's back. You are the fashion icon of the comedy community. <laughs> <laughs> See that's that's the universe being like chill, Poppy, chill. <coughs> but yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> You're fantastic. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you. Uh we end by me giving the guest a genuine compliment. Fuck yeah. So besides saying that you are the fashion icon of the comedy community, <laughs> which I think would be universally true. Like I don't think there's one comedian in the comedy community who wouldn't agree with that. Um, you're also just like a, such a source of light oh, thank in you. this community. Honestly, you are too. Thank you. Yeah, you are. Thank you so much. Yeah. You like, you bring other people up. Uh, you have an infectious energy about you. Yeah. And, uh, I think beyond that, beyond the like outside stuff, of like, oh, Marito's fly as fuck. He's like, he's so like a, so cheerful and such a, like a source of energy for everybody. It's the fact that you are willing to look at your shadow. The fact that you are willing to to be open about what you've been through. Oh yeah. That makes people feel connected to you, and I feel like that's such a huge part of the good that you're putting out in the world. Well, that's t- thank you for like saying that. That's a it's beautiful because like at the end of the day, man, my shadows made me. Exactly. Right? Like my shadows are like the, what like made me the person I am. And the minute that I or like anyone for that matter, like that you start like um, casting stones and um, you, you don't look at your own self like that's that's when there's a problem. You mm-hmm. wanna, Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, exactly. I can't judge other people because I've done I've done harm to others. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of the time when we're judging other people, what we're actually doing is judging ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Like, that's why, like, it's a very well-known thing. The things that are going to piss you off the most in another person are when they're acting a way that you know you are capable of acting. Yeah. And, like, they're exhibiting a flaw that you see in yourself. Those are the people that are going to irritate you the most. Yeah. Um. So it's just coming at everything from a place of pure empathy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, for sure. And seeing people's shitty behavior for what it is, is yeah. that small thing inside of them, yeah. right? That like, if somebody's being shitty, like, happy people aren't <coughs> shitty. So if, somebody, <laughs> if somebody's being really shitty, it's like, the place that I go to first is like, like I hope that person finds happiness, right? Of like, I hope that person gets to a place with themselves where they love themselves enough to not act out like that. Yeah. And In- that, like, yeah, I don't know, it's healing. It's so healing. You know what's fucking crazy? Is what? that I'm writing a one-man show right now. Yeah. Called If This Bottle Could Talk. And um, I, uh, I, it didn't make it into the fringe this year. I thought I would. It was, mm-hmm. You know, I had the whole minority thing. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> but it, it didn't happen. But I, I've been writing that motherfucker for like uh, almost four years. And I just wasn't ready. Yeah. But I, I write a lot about Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Because Robin Williams was, was a dude that constantly kept relapsing constantly kept making mistakes and then in the end he committed suicide right and he's right behind you <laughs> he is there right? yeah he's there, there the a, whole time yeah, and like right behind me. while you were saying that i looked over and i was like oh yeah like that's that's another reminder to me that it's like you're never done mm-hmm. you're never ever done like even the one of the most this motherfucker brought so much joy to the world you know what i mean and like he's the first movie i saw mrs delfire where i was like oh man i I would love to do that someday you know what i mean and like he he's just a testament that it's like you can have it all but if you don't you don't do the work inside you're done like you're gonna go it'll eat you alive you're gonna go it'll eat you alive and it's like yeah man it's always that constant reminder like these things these thoughts like these negative things are constantly around they always want to take me down it was like, bro, you didn't deserve forgiveness. You didn't deserve this. Mm-hmm. This person is mad at you. This person hates you. Just kill yourself. Mm-hmm. I hear that every day. 
You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, and those voices don't go away, yeah. right? Like the the all of the work that you can do on like positive <coughs> self talk and getting right with yourself, like those negative voices aren't going to disappear. What all you can do is practice lowering the volume. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like <coughs> it, it. Think of it like you have a dial to turn up the volume on the positive and the negative self talk, yeah. and even the lowest volume is still audible. It's still audible. It's, it's still audible. Yeah. You can still kind of hear it. But if you can get the negative voice to the lowest possible volume and the positive self-talk to the highest possible volume, that's the best ratio you can hope for. Yeah. It's all balance. It's all balance. Ah, burrito. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you both for having me. You're a joy. Thank, Thank you. you so much for being you, y'all here. Y'all are the best. You're the best. Yeah. I can't wait to see your one-man show. Oh, man. It'll come. You got to let me know when it's out. We'll have you on again to promote it. Yo, 1,000. Yeah. I would love that. 100 percent yeah thank you guys uh all right listeners go be nice to yourself and remember that love is everywhere love is everywhere yeah 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 <laughs>